Welcome to another episode of What Will Frege Do podcast. I am Olu Jimmy, and I'm joined by my co-host. Ms. Francis. Dr. Raman, um, a.k.a. <laughs> El Maestro. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to the pod. How's everyone doing? How's everyone's week been? Everyone ready for the long weekend? I keep forgetting it's a long weekend, actually. Uh, what's this? What weekend? What's, what's long about this weekend? Like, what's the holiday? Monday, Monday's off. Yeah, what's uh, the holiday? I, I, honestly, I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, I think it's Lab- I thought it was Labor Day weekend. Is it Labor Day? Caribana. That's true. That's what I remember it as. Caribana, Caribana weekend. I never remember the name of the holiday. Oh, yeah? But who cares, though? We have we get a day off. <laughs> yeah. Be it's, it could be called whatever I like. Yeah, it's one of those holidays that I have not registered in my head. I still feel like <clears> on Monday is back to regular schedule programming. But, you know. Is Caribana happening this year? Nah, man. Unofficially. Oh, no, it's not happening. No, no, no. You know how, like... Uh, I said unofficially. I didn't say officially. Oh. Officially, it's happening. Like, people oh. are going to do parties and stuff like that because things are open but then there's not that same there's no you know um parade or anything like that no oh that's a shame yeah anyways um now that we've got that out of the way let's talk about our third is it third or fourth preseason game i think it's the third one i think it's the third yeah i think we're we're scheduled for five of them um the next one with Preston got cancelled, but um, according to Francis, it looks like they're going to reschedule that because oh. <laughs> 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 according to my sources, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. according to my sources, oh, it's going to get rescheduled because <laughs> I don't think United is in the business of replaying, <laughs> replaying customers back on tickets and to Francis, see? Eh? <laughs> well, I heard it, I heard it first from you though. <laughs> let's 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 talk about the let's talk about the big news though for this week. Uh, 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 and, and and the big news is is my boy. Uh, uh, what's Who's his name again? Champions League Varane. Champions League Varane. Yeah, it's a done deal. Apparently, I was wrong. Francis came the closest. He said it was seventeen thirty. <laughs> But we're not out yet to give credit. Um, ah, <laughs> Varane, El Maestro. Uh, El Maestro. El Maestro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's only fair that congratulations are in order. You know, Francis uh, took the biggest leap. And so in terms of correct, <laughs> he was the closest. But some of us also predicted that I, Varane would be uh, I, I, no shot order. So. Are you setting it? But congratulations, my G. From a maestro. Are you setting it, trap? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Can I? Can I leap? Can I? No, 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 no traps. I can see the trap of a mile away. My my fellow host, may I approach you? May I approach? you? You know what? You know one thing that I will say based on the preceding oh, games that we can't had, you just let it end there? <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about um, your prediction of Varan. Oh, okay. I'm like the. You know, it's funny that we got Varan when we did because, you know, watching some of these preseason games, 
You know, I'm not ashamed to admit that, you know, maybe I was tasty about my boy Axel. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Axel has been somewhat shocking in what? his performance. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's if Axel has been shocking or your 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 vision has come a little late. Uh, you know, I think it's time for him to go out on loan under his belt. No, 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 no. And then and then we can we can revisit his starting. I still think obviously he married of uh, natural uh ability, but I just think yeah, it's 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 not worked out too great. Naturally, who's the best defender <laughs> in the club? <laughs> <laughs> My God! Yeah. I think the, the title, the title of best natural defender, now goes to Varane. Um, and, and you know, as as quickly as possible, we need to get that that deal done because Bay is not even going to be around for um for beginning of the season. He's going to be, I think, he's in the Olympics. I hope. Yeah. I Bayi and um, Idalo. Sorry, not Idalo. And uh, Ahmad. 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 Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. You might you might get your wish with um Axel because uh, it looks like uh, Newcastle are trying to do business. <laughs> to the fans, to the fans out there, if you're if you're trying to imagine what uh, El Maestro looks like, he's just a guy. He wears a three piece suit and he's walking around with a folder <laughs> with a binder filled with papers. <laughs> That's what he's saying. And within that folder is rubbish. <laughs> so, so it's a new binder filled with empty A4 paper. You know what? Speaking about speaking about binders, um, the last time I I came on here, I told you guys that chapter six was done. Well, you guys will be happy to know that chapter seven and chapter eight have been completed. I at this point, I'm going back and I'm just revising everything that I have. I still have three more chapters to go, so let, let me guess. That, but I'm still going back and just revising all the, you know, um, <laughs> all the work that's already been done. I think it'll be interesting next week once we have to preview, preview, preview the United season to see see where all of us stand. You know. Let me let me guess. In chapter seven and chapter eight, you wrote N A N A. Let me... I have no idea what any any stands for. Any means not applicable, not applicable. <laughs> yeah, but I don't get the context. It means there's nothing to write, Maji. There's nothing. There's no fucking content in your book. You keep leading people astray with this bullshit. You stay with Axel Twanzi. Wait, so I'm, wait, I'm so confused. When, when you Francis, were speaking, are you we finish. really going to do this today? Because you don't have any predictions that have been right yourself. Like, I pre- I you still, you, wait, hold on. Yeah. Oh, hold on. You've been shouting about Ahmad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to downplay anybody, right? Ahmad. But Ahmad is looking like our fourth string right, right winger right now. You called yeah. Messi. You yeah. called oh, yeah. Messi. Don't yeah. act like we're forgotten. You called Messi. You told Messi to come out when yeah, Ahmad yeah, 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 Now, yeah, Ahmad yeah. might also be going on the same loan that Axel is about to go on. Yeah. So I think you also need to calm down. Let some humility find you, my G. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you called yeah. 70-30. You didn't exactly go 100%. Yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. out here shouting like somebody that didn't take any risk. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So pipe down. Let's hear what, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, <laughs> Ahmad... <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Ahmad is still. Ahmad has a stand. Ahmad is what 17, 18. How old is what? Ahmad is not 17, 18. Pelestri is now ahead of Ahmad. Wait, uh uh, Larry, come on. What do you Pelestri is ahead? Pelestri is ahead of Ahmad. Like this offer. Pelestri is with the team right now in preseason. Doing things. He's played well in all the games. Ahmad went for Olympics. Whose problem is that? What do you mean? It's so bad. Because... Or maybe my maybe my my so my, wait, wait. my my uh, co-host here, uh, Jimmy, that said your greatest ability is availability. Ahmad oh, is not because so where that, is in, he? In, in that case, now you're saying Axel is is superior to Bayi because Bayi is at the uh, Olympics. Is that what you're saying? No, but okay. Bayi is somebody that started for the team. Ahmad is not somebody that has a regular sport. We have Sancho now on mm-hmm. the team. We have Daniel James back. We have Pelestri that is here. Mm-hmm. Said he's probably going to go on loan. But he's he's actually played well in preseason. So, you know, I'm saying like all of us have favorites. At some point, you were begging. In fact, I think not too long ago, you were still talking about ke- keeping Pereira. You know? Oh, my God. Me? You know, what yes. a wonder, wonder goal, though. By that, you know, the, the goal was a great great goal. <laughs> the, 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 thing about, the thing about Pereira is that Pereira is, is a preseason parallel. In preseason, he balls out, and then you begin to feel bad for him. And you consider, I never have. Can I, can I, can I just <laughs> yes. keep this guy or not? But then, when the season starts, you really realize why you did it. So, <sighs> I think if we're selling this guy, yeah, we need to sell him right now. 25 million. No, we need, to, team. we need to sell him though. Like, he has, he has no place in this team. But, anyways, like, before we get to <laughs> further into the weeds. Um, Varan uh, seems to be like a done deal, 34 million, uh, million euros, four year deal, 12 million per year. Um, I'm guessing we're, you guys, as you guys can already tell, we've already talked about him. We're all excited to have him, and he's gonna play alongside um, Big Head Maguire. I feel bad for Linda Lovesha. It's not, it's no fault of his that is that is just slow. <laughs> he doesn't have body, but it is what it is at this point, man. Um, is there anything else you guys want to touch on Varan before we go move into like the uh, midfield saga with Pogba? Uh, mm, no, not really. I'm looking forward to to him yeah. coming and family. On my own end, I'm a little bit surprised. I and I feel like <laughs> did Larry we have to give off? what do you say? <laughs> did, did you just cut me off? <laughs> you were you're not saying anything though. <laughs> you said you have nothing to say. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like that's how you actually started your sentence. It's like no, no, no. There's not really much here. Yeah, I, so no I much. Okay. And then I, I was summarizing my sentence. Oh, sorry, but that, okay. that's okay. You go, go ahead. You go ahead. You, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, with Varan, I'm just a little bit surprised, and I have to give. You know, I guess this new recruitment team that we have, a little bit of credit as far as how they've handled this. I don't know what they said to Varane because, you know, every time I look at the numbers involved, it doesn't seem like, you know, it was a deal that only only United could have offered to Varane. And so it feels like he actually chose us from whatever number of options he might have had, right? So I, I don't know who to give credits, but I think United play this one a little different. I just hope that, you know, this doesn't turn out to be one of those transfers where we think it's a sure thing, like De Maria, like Schweinsteiger, like, you know, like something in that in that vein where it ends up biting us in the back. But, you know, as far as, like, just the the dynamics of the transfer, somebody that is 
has been in Madrid for 10 years, has is 28 years old, so arguably for a defender coming into the prime of his career, you know, it just seems like, you know, this is this is probably one of the better deals that we've had in the last, you know, probably one of the best deals we've had post Fergie, along with obviously Bruno Fernandes. And I also think even if, for starters, we're due for one of those kind of buy-ins anyways, where sure. we've been known to like splurge and like just waste money. But even if he doesn't really pan out though, like how much did we really pay for him, right? Yeah, so I don't. I, not, I think I, I think at that point in time, the amount of money doesn't come into play is the the noise that United fans have made and the caliber of, or the quality of the player that we signed and the expectation around him. If it doesn't pan out, people really don't think of the money anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It's more of oh, you know, Varane. Everyone was raving about this guy. He's won how many x amount of titles, and then he comes to United and he's conceding or leaking goals. And the question will not be, it won't. The question won't be at Varane anymore because you, you've already seen his credentials. It will be at yeah. United and the coaching staff. Yes, the, yes. Are, the, are these guys good enough for Varane? Not is Varane good enough for the club? So that's yeah. that, that's what I think. That's how the narrative will play. But again, I, agree. I, I echo everything Larry said. The money aspect is is crazy when you see the numbers. It's something. It's very unusual of United to pull off a deal like this. Maybe. As time goes on, things might come out or leaks and you wonder maybe United paid X amount of money to his agent or whatnot, but we'll, we'll see. It'll probably come out in, in, in the near future. Speaking of um, the new re- recruitment team, um, I know Pogba has been in the news lately. Um, what? How do you guys see in that saga? And um, I'll come to you, Larry, first, but do you think we will be able to get another <coughs> midfielder or another player in before we wrap up our signing this season? I don't think so, because I think, you know, there's, there's been noise. A lot of times when noise comes out or, or news comes out in the, in the media, you kind of have to look for the sources, like who's saying what, what are the sources that they're claiming. You know, with the news that came out today about Pogba, I just think he's already preparing himself to return to United and sit out the year. And he knows that there's going to be a lot of backlash from the fans you know, if he doesn't sign that contract because it will become a new story. And so the only way that he can downplay it is to start saying, oh, I'm not actually opposed to staying here. I just want to kind of see how things play out and think about it a little bit more. You know, I'm coming into the prime of my career. I think we all know the truth is that if Pogba gets an offer from Madrid, he would happily leave United and pack his bags to Madrid. I just think Madrid has not shown at almost any point that they are really interested in signing him for anything other than a free transfer. You know, there was some news that he was included in the Varane deal, but ultimately Madrid said they didn't want... United offered him as part of the Varane deal, and Madrid said they didn't want him as part of the deal. So I I just think at this point, we're coming to the point where we might not be able to sell him because he will decide that he wants to stay and we're just going to have to you know see him out for the rest of the season and then see him walk away second time for free um francis when you hear that like united actually offered him as part of the brand deal do you think like at that point like united were like you know what we're not even trying to like resign you or like what do you think that meant like the fact that we actually offered Pogba for Varane? 
uh, I, I never, I never saw that news. Um, but to be honest, I, I don't, I don't think United will have done that. If they did, that would have been a very, very stupid, very stupid deal. Because uh, I'm not even sure how it work. Um, yeah, to be honest, I have no, I have no comments in relation to that because I, I've never, I've never heard of that before. So no no that's fair. So um it looks like the three midfielders are well two I guess is Kamavinga, Bruno Neves. I haven't really heard anything about Rice recently, or I don't know if you guys have. Um I think the two prominent guys is Kamavinga and Bruno. Um do you agree with Larry that that would well I I don't think Larry said we're done signing, but he said it would be surprised if we sign anyone else. Do you see us signing a midfielder before the before our season starts against Leeds? Um Yeah, I think so. I think a few a few of these uh, journalists have actually put out stuff saying it all depends on United um, finalizing or sorting out Pogba's contract or the Van der Beek situation or Matic as well. Um, depending on those three, um, a, a midfielder might come in. And I think, they, as you mentioned, they've started names. Kamavinga, Ruben Neves. Um, I think Declan Rice has cooled down a little bit. Um, I'm not sure why, but and, re- and one player, Bisuma, who I just want United to talk about, but no one I've never seen, I've not seen any news out there in relation to the player. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, little, a little bit painful. We can we yeah, can start the news, that. man. Hashtag Bisuma. We can start I've the news. Tried, I've tried, I've tried, <laughs> but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not gaining, it's not gaining traction at all. Um, but no, I think yeah, all it really all depends on their situation. I still think um, once United tie up this. Varan deal next week, medical complete. You probably start seeing more news on either um, a midfielder or a right back. Um, the the midfield situation. I think if we do get a midfielder, Matic would leave. Um, I think maybe we've come to a little bit of conclusion that Van der Beek is ready to um, stay an extra season to you know test himself, push himself, see if he can make it into that team. But if we do get a midfielder, I don't know. Um, knowing the kind of you know confidence player that he is, I don't know if that would you know really put him in good position to actually um, you know fight for an, you know a starting spot again. But as a fan, I definitely want a new a new midfielder to come in um, in in the form of Bissouma. But if we can't get Bissouma, um, I'm beginning to open up to the idea of having Neves in the team actually. Um, he's not ideal. He's not my first choice, but I think United needs a, a CDM or a DM if we want to, you know, push to do something this season. I think it's very, very important that we get get one. I, I don't want to have to deal with McTominay and Fred again for nine months. That man, that's a long time. That's an so, Francis, time. are you assuming that Pogba gets sold then the, this season? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think so. I, I, think, I think, first of all, United really needs to um, kind of understand what that situation is. I, I have a feeling that Pogba is playing a game where he's going to renew with United, but he wants to run down his contract. And then um, because of the amount of options that he has, United is probably going to pay him more than, you know, what they are probably offering him now. More, more I, than 350 yeah, it wasn't even 400 that they offered him. So I, I think that's kind of the I game. I think it was 350. Yeah, I, I think that's the kind of game that, that uh, Pogba and 
Raiola kind of are playing right now. Um, if I was running Manchester United, this would probably be the time I would sell him. Like, do what Real Madrid did with Varane and cash and, and cashing on the guy right now. But I don't know. I feel like United are too dependent on Pogba that they would rather play him for an extra season and lose him on the free than, you know, try and sell him for peanuts right now. I, I also just think they don't have a choice, right? Like, there's... Varane is different because there was interest in Varane. There's no interest in Pogba. Like, there's interest from PSG, but it's not firm interest because they know they're the only ones. And I feel like they are just looking at an opportunity where they have a French player that is from Paris, that is Muslim, that can be under that banner and it won't cost them as much. And they probably won't get him under regular circumstances. Right? So... For me, that interest is also part of what United is struggling with. If somebody came and gave them 50 million, I think they would be all over it. But we can't also guarantee that even if United accepts a bid, that Pogba will say he's going to go. And that's where I think they have more of a problem is if PSG comes and says, okay, we'll, we'll, we, we're interested in the player, they actually have to talk to Raiola first before they ever come to United. Because Pogba and Raiola will just say, we're not going. And then there's nothing United can do. They can't force him to, to leave. And it's not really in their best interest to keep him and not play him. So that's where I just think Pogba is the one that dictates how all of this plays out. And the only way we sell him is if somebody makes him an offer that he's, you know, very, very interested in. Yeah, fair, fair enough. No, um, I don't think there's anything else we can... Yeah, I was going to... Say, continue, Francis. No, I, I, yeah, I was just wrapping it up. I was, was going to say, I, I still think United will be in the market for an extra midfielder and will either sell Matic and maybe loan out Van der Beek or just do something about that situation. Um, but first things first, United needs to sell a whole bunch of players. Like, we need to get rid of a whole bunch of players before we start even buying. I mean, it's not my money, but Phil Jones, Pereira, Lingard... Um, Matic, you know, if you even if you open United's website, you probably start seeing names you've not even seen before. Those mm-hmm. guys, everybody, like they all need to go, man. I'm hearing talks of Phil Jones; they are ready to let him go on a free. Like, why is he not on the on the bus already to like Newcastle or you know another club where he can? <laughs> I think Burnley will really fit him. You know, just just. Ole said they have to take care of him. Man, Ole talks a lot of shit, man. Yeah, we we need to, we need to get a lot of players off the books, man. And always talked about Lingard, you know, being in his plans this season. Always talked about Pereira, you know, what a what a wonder goal he scored. He has extremely good technique, you know. So uh, again, I, I just I'm not optimistic that some of these guys that we need to get out, like Brandon Williams, needs to either go on loan or be sold. Oh, yeah, man, like there one. are so many of those types of players too that we have that we need to make some decisions about Shoritere, um, you know, yeah, a bunch. Yeah, of I, I think I think Brand, Brandon Williams because of a Telus 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 yeah Telus's injury, um, yeah, he might stay a little bit into into September till Telus is back or if uh, before he either goes on loan. But if we get Trippier, um, I think I think we have enough cover. On right and left, and um, left for, yeah, for, for no, no, no. But Dalo, Dalo would go 
I, I don't think United is getting Trippier till Dalot is sold. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think Dalot's sale. I was talking about Dalot actually. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Dalot's sale is the driver for for Trippier. For Trippier. Yeah. Now that we're done talking about the midfield, um, there is another news that's um, been around United that um, Rashford has finally decided to do surgery. Surgery, that it seems for me, as he has been putting up for like almost a season and a half now because it seems like he's been injured for the, for the longest time. Um, he's going to be out for 8 to 12 weeks. Did I have that correct? Yeah, so my my only issue with this, like, yes, I wanted him to get the, the the surgery, but my only issue is, like, I'm not even sure why we waited till like, the fourth game of the preseason to get the surgery, but I'll let Francis talk more about that. <laughs> talk more about, about why he waited. Yeah, I don't know, because I feel like it, just, yeah, just go. <laughs> you are Rashford, that'll be very interesting. Uh, nah, man, Rashford, <laughs> right, I... Rashford is too chatty for me, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know what's funny? I, I've never understood like what you mean by it's too chatty, though. Like, so go like, go, I've never... go on go on his Instagram page. We know like... we know what he means. Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> no, Come on, Jimmy. I wanted, Jimmy. Say, I wanted yeah. him to say it. <laughs> say, say, say what? Say why I think he's chatty. Yeah, I think his like his PR is just since he got this is MB thing, his PR has been but, crazy. But you do know he's not he's not necessarily like him actually being on IG posting those things, right? That's why he has what, PR people for a reason. What does that even mean? I it's, think Francis it's been, and it's I don't want to posted speak for... by Marcus Bradford. Yeah, but I'm just saying like you, I think your the way it sounds is that like you're saying oh like you should focus more on football and stop being on IG. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean he's in control of what his guys post on Instagram, regardless of who is PR. So is there a problem with the content that he's posting My or pro- the fact that you think it's taking from his attention on his primary reason for being no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's not, it's not the, it's not taking any attention away from his performance or whatnot. No, I, I just don't like how he, he, he's posting too much stuff. Like he's always having to explain himself. He's always having to, like today he posted a whole three pager on why you know he is take, he's doing the surgery now because he had to be with the team like bro just go do your surgery man no one fucking cares <laughs> like go and do why didn't you do your surgery three weeks ago okay because you wanted to be with the team you're a team player bro just go you're too chatty man it's all that insta body thing i'm talking about like this guy is... wait but in fairness jimmy just asked the same question so some people actually want to to this question and so when he posts that maybe you don't want to know the answer but there's but, a significant number of people that want to know why now why not before why go to yeah. the tournament at all no 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 but okay you answer that question but after the tournament why didn't you do it immediately yeah but I think that, isn't, isn't that what he was trying to explain he, I didn't, ex- he didn't explain that he oh. just said um, he has been. Yeah, he, he's always the kind of guy that would put the team first. You are, you, you know, he, he would whenever they need him to play, he will play. Blah 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 blah. And he didn't want to miss the Euros, even though, guy, they didn't start you because there are other players. So wait, uh, so I guess is he lying? Because we talked about him having yeah, a, a cracked too, bone in his back. Yeah, and playing too, through too that, much, man, it's too much content. Like you don't need to explain anything to anybody, bro. You're doing surgery. You're doing surgery. Just go, just go. I oh. think 
I think I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I also think like we just have, all have to come to grasp with the fact that Pogba at this I say Pogba, sorry, Rashford, Rashford. at this point is bigger than just a footballer. Like he's done things that have put him in this position where people want to hear from him. Yeah, and that's the I and, don't know. I don't know if I like this new version, man. <laughs> oh, it takes some getting used to. I, I, I get Is where it? you're coming from, but but at the same do time, you? Like, <laughs> do, do I, I feel what? like this guy doesn't want to see what's really bothering him. He keeps <laughs> dancing, Yo, he keeps looking around let, the let, issue. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me clarify something here. In United, okay. I have before the gear had this deep. Eh? My, no, that before eh? no, I'm saying. Wait is this now. guy going to tell me that Rashford is one of his favorites? Let him, let him if land, you are, just let him pin in that right now. Let him land. Let him land. You know what? Finish your statement. Yeah. Let him land. Before, before De Gea had his dip, I, the three of my favorite players were <laughs> De Gea, Rashford, no, De Gea, Marshall, and Paul Pogba. Right? After yeah. De Gea had his dip, this was in 2009. 17 World Cup or something. The three of my favorite players were Rashford, Marshall, and Pogba at United all the yeah. time. Up until even Bruno even came in, I still like Rashford. But then he's a frustrating player to watch. The two of them, both of them can happen. Someone can be very frustrating to watch, but you you still like the player. And I always I've never known about... Rashford to be your favorite. Let me let me no, put but, that uh, out wait, there. No, no, okay. no, no, no. To be, to be fair to Francis. I'll ask you a question. Um, hmm. This is for more for Jimmy. Have I ever complained about Bruno Fernandes being very annoying to watch and wasteful? Yes, you have, though. D- does that mean I hate him? Not yet. No, it's and not a matter of... word in that little yet. phrase is yet. I, I, because, I think there's, I a, there's think... a breakdown here. Because I remember when Francis used to like Fra- Rashford. I do remember. He was rosy in the beginning, I remember. Yeah, and then yeah. he started yeah, turning because, into like... No, it's not, it's not, it's not instead turning, turning into anything. I think the, the expect- because of the standard he has set, the expectation were on him was from me was more and Rashford I think when he's not playing in United you see the difference in the team he's one of our best players and that's why I always expect a whole lot from the guy and when he's playing rubbish United will play rubbish there's no question when Rashford is in the team and is playing rubbish United probably has no outlet or we lose the game or we don't score as much so I don't know where this whole narrative of I hate Rashford is coming from. And it's kind of weird. I actually have to explain myself. I like Rashford. Frustrating player. Is it? Because just like Rashford, just like mm-hmm. you said about Rashford a few seconds ago, you don't have to explain yourself, bro. You don't have to create so much content <laughs> and specify why you do what you do. Yeah, but am I going to start writing a whole narrative? I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to any, going on a, a podcast page and writing a whole narrative on why I don't like this girl. I don't get Rashford, like, get up and go and do your surgery, man. She have done this shit after Euros. You guys went to talks and kickos. You were there bawling. Your shoulder was not paining you. Now you're coming, coming back. You're coming. Nah, to cry, cry I mean, I, I see this. I see this. I see this differently. I think, first of all, mm-hmm. I predicted in, I think, me that Rashford was going to need surgery at the end of the season for his shoulder. And so I think this comes down to the fact that we've known, even during the tournament, that he was going to get the surgery. After the tournament, we knew he was going to get the surgery. I think it just came down to him getting a vacation. Nobody, I don't think they will actually say it that way, but if you get a surgery, you're rehabbing, doing your, your, your 
your vacation. And I think he just wanted to take some time out because he's played really for the last like two years. And I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. Like maybe he doesn't need to say that out loud. Maybe he doesn't need to put out any content to say that to anybody. But if we can't survive without Rashford for like the first two months of the season, after again, he's given us everything. Like he's played more than anybody. He's played through injuries for us. Like there's nobody on our team to me that puts his body on the line as much as Rashford does. It's not Pogba for sure. Like we see Pogba, small wind will blow. My guy is already out. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, so no, no, me, Larry, I'm that's where you, as you though, I have no issue with him t- doing surgery, mm-hmm. not at all. But the question is, why now? Like, why are you doing the surgery now? Why didn't you do it um, immediately after Iris? Understandably, yes, you wanted to get on, do your vacation and blah 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 blah. I just thought the club could have handled this thing better, man. Uh, in my mind, I think they could have handled it better. Um, and, and I think that's where me I'm coming at is that like what two or three weeks ago after the end of the Euros the club was the one that kind of announced that Rashford was going to need surgery Rashford didn't come out to say I need surgery the, the club never announced that well it was so how else were people reporting it at that point it was yeah it was room yeah the club officially did not announce that. Rashford yeah, it's not official, but that's what I'm saying. Like these, this information comes from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Sky Sports was reporting that club sources were saying that Rashford is going to take some time, and they will reassess it when he gets back from vacation. Who who's putting out that information, right? So for me, this just comes back. Like I don't feel like it was in Rashford's best interest for that information to come out then. The information could just have come out now that oh. He reported back the shoulder injury is worse than we thought. If they didn't set to the precedence three weeks ago, where it's not as much of a, a bother to us right now. Tell us it's going to be out. Okay, tell us it's not as important. But if Shaw comes back and they say Shaw is going to be out for the next month, nobody's going to be up in arms because it's like, okay, we just heard about it now. So for me, this goes back to the club. This goes back to Ole. It's like, why put out that information? knowing that the surgery is not going to happen because even when they reported it back then they said it wasn't going to it wasn't imminent it wasn't going to happen right now so why now stagger the information twice and i think for me that's where i would blame the club and i guess my only thing is like now that we know like it's going to be done for for it's going to be gone for at least two months like how i don't even know is rash is uh, marshall like is tony tony back in training I think he was supposed to be back, or oh, he's coming back this week. So, do we? Do, are we say? Are we? Do we see like Tony holding down that spot now that we know that at least we know we're not going to see Rashford? It's going to be between Tony and Daniel James, right? No, no, no. Tony, maybe and Tony and, and Sancho. On that same, then where are we going to play? Who's going to play Sancho's uh, preferred preferred wing? Uh, Greenwood is there now. Fair enough. I think Marshall is probably going to start on the wings. To be honest, yeah, I, I think I think I think Marshall starts on. I I I don't know because even in general, I wonder. Do you guys see Marshall playing? And I guess we'll have a season preview. But do you guys see Marshall starting for us as a number nine, or do you think he goes back to switching between playing in number nine and playing on the wings? Because I don't know how much game time he can expect to get. I mean, I don't know how much game time Cavani is going to. Yeah, have that was going to be. That was going to be. So, yeah. um, I I think there it will be it would be shared between both of them equally. Really? Wait, do you guys think going into the season, it's like fifty fifty between Marshall and Cavani? I think I, so. 
Yeah. Well, the reason why I'll say that is because I don't think Cavani can give us as many games as we think it. Like you got what I'm trying to say. So it has to be. We have, it has to be a shared duty between Cavani and and Tony. That's that's where I look at it, right? So it's, it doesn't I, have to be 50 Oh, sorry. It doesn't have to be 50-50. It could be whatever percentage you want to put to it. But I know um, Cavani cannot play back. There's some back-to-back games that you, you might not be able to play that, right? He's, a, he's 34 years old. So is it going to be 35 now? I don't expect that, that many games from him. That's just the way I look at this. Uh, so. But I guess I, I was looking at Greenwood being the backup to Cavani. I don't think Greenwood is ready yet. Yeah, I don't think Greenwood is ready for number nine. But to be honest, and, I'm thinking if all players are on form, all of them, Who's going to start? I think Marshall, Rashford, and Sancho start all three. Yeah, and Sancho. Ooh, comes, and, I really, and, and I think you guys are really bench. overestimating Marshall. Like, do you remember the Marshall that we saw at the end of the season? Yeah, but that was that was the end of that was last season. Greenwood starts sure. ahead of Marshall for me no, in but, any position. But wait, though, wait, though. Let's let's actually deep this. So yeah, you are you are doing this on the basis of how he ended last season. So what if you start? I'm doing this, this on the basis of the history of Marshall. Yeah, but Marshall the season before has not that, shown, the season on, before Marshall that, Marshall has not had. shown that when there is competition, he can rise to the level of competition. That doesn't matter whether it's Cavani, it doesn't matter whether it's Lukaku, it doesn't matter if it's Greenwood. That is where that is the history of Marshall. I'm looking at, and just saying like. If he's not the one that is starting, if he's not the one that we are counting on and has has a permanent jersey, we never see the best of Marshall. It's never happened. But you can tell me if if you remember a time that happened differently. Sure. Um, if Marshall starts off the season the way he ended the season before last, he's going to bench Cavani. That that one, I, that one, I, I I already see it happening because of the amount of pay, faith and patience that this guy put into Marshall last season. Even though he was one of the worst players, uh, you can tell that that uh, Ole Ole fancies him. And okay, so my- let me ask the question a different way. Then, what are the chances out of a hundred percent that Marshall starts this season the way that he started that season that you're referencing? That was his, you know, best season at that point. You you know ne- you don't know though you like I can't say I don't know how to answer that question. But we can project now. You were you felt comfortable to project Varane, no? What did I project about Varane? Seventy thirty isn't that a projection? No, but that's basis of us buying a player, not how he's going to perform. Yeah, so like, what's the difference in terms of of gauging? Like, okay, I, would, I can me, tell you me, that Bruno me, is going to have a good season. Let me hear from you. How do you think Marshall is going to perform? I I I feel less than. So if I, out of a hundred percent, I would say less than fifty percent that he's going to perform. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. Uh, I, I can't mm-hmm. really, I can't really say till I watch a couple games and then. My, the thing with Marshall is once you, you, you Marshall is a trend player. Once he yeah. starts off a certain way, he is most likely going to continue on that path till the end. Uh, and I mean, someone like Rashford or Bruno, those ones they can improve. They'll have good games here, here or there. But Marshall yeah. is, is a trend player, and he's like. Even the way he starts a game in the first five minutes, you can tell if it's going to be a fun game for him or it's not. So once the season starts, I can I can probably answer that question, saying, "Oh, this guy looks a little bit different. He's slimmer. He's quicker. You know, he's, he's hungry." But right now, I haven't seen Marshall since he got injured in February or March, so I don't I can't predict how he's going to play. 
Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Like, we should also keep in mind that he's just coming. When was the last time he actually kicked the ball, right? Yeah. And season starts, like, in two weeks or less than two weeks, right? Maybe 10 days. So, like, we have to be patient with him at the beginning of the season, I think. Because, number one, we have no choice because Rashford is gone. <laughs> yeah, we have I no mean, choice. In- that's a fair point, too. On that basis, then maybe the starting 11 or starting three up front will be Cavani, Sancho, and Greenwood. True, but the reason why the reason why I'm saying like another reason why I'm saying like um, Greenwood might not be a preferred starter is because if you look at the history with Social and Greenwood, Social is so quick to yank Greenwood off every time. He hasn't hasn't showed me that he like he trusts Greenwood like that. If that makes sense, right? He hasn't showed that to me like throughout the season. So I don't see him starting that night because I feel like once his Tony is available, even if he's playing shit, I can still see Tony starting over Greenwood. If you go yeah. with the history of, of social, right? So that's that's I, I where guess... me I'm coming from when I say that. It's not because I don't trust Greenwood. It's just because, yes, I don't think he's ready to be a number one striker yet, but I just don't think social is there with him at, at that point with him yet. Yeah, so, but yeah. if to be fair though, social started Greenwood a lot of games last season. Even though Greenwood was not on form, I think he was coming off that whole scandal or issue with uh, Foden or whatnot. So that kind of affected him. But social kept on playing the guy. Granted, he removed him after 16 years. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to give Solskjaer any credit for that. I felt like Solskjaer <laughs> actually pulled away. Because the whole season, even when Greenwood wasn't scoring, I kept saying, I thought in in a lot of the games he played, he was either our best player. Or sec- like, I don't, there are not a lot of games that you can look at Greenwood and say he did not show up today. Right? Like, I always felt like he was, always, if he started, he was top three top four players like he was always at like his seven because he would always give us something different like his attitude and so that's what me i'm looking at is not just talent or i just think if we look at a season over the course of a season maybe marshall starts because he's there cavani isn't there i don't know if cavani is training yet uh, but i just think once the season actually starts and we start getting a few games and people start getting fit and you start comparing the players I just think Cavani and Greenwood, they offer you more in terms of what you know you're going to get from them. And so as a rotation, if we think Sancho is going to become a starter and maybe not be rotated out of the team as much, we know that when Rashford is fit, he doesn't really get rotated out of the team much. Then I look at that strike and I'm like, okay, that's probably where those guys are going to get the most games. You guys are right that Cavani is getting older. But between Greenwood and Marshall, I would pick Greenwood this season to give me more in attack. No, that's that's. I guess we all this depends on um, the head on to social what he decides to do with the team. Um, speaking of social, um, we can wrap this part off talking about his uh, new three-year deal. I think it was around nine million gross um, with some added bonus bonus clause if you win silverware. Wait, pounds? Well, yeah. Why? It's 5.3. Well, according to, um, what's our guy named? The guy from Transfer Window Port. What's his name again? Oh, Duncan. Yeah, he said he was three, 5.3 million net, and then, which is around 9 oh, million okay. gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. With some, yeah. No, no, the entire contract. <laughs> oh. oh. Are you sure? The entire yeah. contract is nine? It, he said he was the same. Basically, they signed him for the same three-year contract he signed previously. That's what they signed him for. Yeah, and I think that one was nice. Like there was no change, there was no like improvement in terms of like money wise. Like it was basically like uh, that, I'll just read re- for three years. Yeah, I'll re I'll re up. Yeah. 
Man, that that's insane. That's really small money. Yo. That's almost no money. Mourinho yeah. was making fifteen a, a year. Yeah, nine. Also, we have to keep in mind is that like there's a reason also why social because I think social has one more year left. There's a reason why we up now. Like I don't think anyone is clamoring to to sign social. Like he has he has no leverage when it comes to contract negotiations. Yeah, I guess is what I'm saying, right? Sure. He has no leverage. Like, are you, who's taking social? Which I don't know, kind of spells doom for us, but <laughs> but anyways, um, he's going to be signed to twenty twenty four, guaranteed with an extra year. We have an option for an extra if if it does good, I guess. But I again, I don't, like we said a long time ago when Francis was saying December fifteenth, like I think this is going to be our coach for the long haul. I don't see except we like he loses like games drastically. I don't even see I don't see him getting fired. So let's buckle up and. <laughs> <laughs> he's yet to stay um december anything... 15th. yeah i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing uh, <laughs> like this that? fraud i was talking <laughs> 70 <laughs> this fraud. December 15th. <laughs> i tried i tried to so keep his straight face Jimmy, man, shout out to you, man. Because I've forgotten. Buying Larry's kind of suit right now. (laughs) (laughs) If you need the info paper, I got plenty. (laughs) Might as well. This guy's making making so much money talking shit. Ah, uh, December fifteenth. I forgot about that, but we are coming around to another save year. Save the you know? date. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to save the date again. I didn't put it. Oh, uh, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. I think it's nine nine million a year. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's nine million a year. So it's twenty five million for three years. Oh, okay, okay. Are you yeah. sure? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He signs new blockbuster deal. 25 million pounds. Newspaper is that new blockbuster deal. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is from the mirror because I'm like 9 million. He, like, he's not even a championship manager. A championship manager will probably be getting more than that. Like, Damn, Vara, 9 million. Are you sure, Francis? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess to so. me, 9 million seems like a lot for, for, for social. <laughs> yeah. That, that's 3 million. You're talking 3 million um, pounds a year. A year. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's ex- that's extremely small. Is it? Yeah. Ah, okay. He hasn't won, you know he hasn't won anything, right? It do- yeah, it doesn't matter. So if like a week, that means he's getting fifty thousand pounds a week as a manager yeah, of United. Social, the social deserves that. Wait, let me ask you guys this because I I feel like if you follow the pod, you know where we stand as far as like did we want social to continue. But do you guys actually think he deserves this contract? Everybody so that's not the same as do we want him in place? Just like, has he done enough in your, like, you know, by whatever, like by an unbiased metric to deserve getting a new contract? I would say he has he has deserved to, how do I put it? He has, it's not like he has he not deserved to get his contract with you, right? He didn't get any bump in pay. He didn't get any, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like he got like an ex- extra, like, ex- you know, big money added to it. So, like, it's like, huh? It's just that basically the way the season has gone is the way his contract has gone to me. The way he has played the two seasons. 
it's like okay yeah okay you're there yeah okay there's the money that's it i don't know i don't know what else to add to that when it comes to social because to me like is is one of the reasons why i don't think we will go as far as we want to go because i still don't trust him in those big moments those moments where you need some tactical genius or some tactical changes or whatever and i know he might not be responsible for that part of the game but he's still the head coach right so mm-hmm. I just don't trust him. You like, I feel like the same thing that happened with um, Southgate in the final is going to happen to us again this season at some point. And that's just going to be the end of our season. But anyways, uh, Francis, what did you, do you think he deserves the contract? Um, I think deserve is a huge word. I don't, I don't know if it deserves, but I think with the way United is moving in the, in the window this season, um, it will make or break um Ole. So if we if we don't win or if there's nothing, if we can't show for, you know, there's no title to win this season or or we you know we can't show for, show for anything, um the board might turn around and fire him. But then again, I don't even trust this board. I feel like they're just comfortable with Ole just being there. Does he deserve it? Uh I I to an extent to an extent, I think he has brought a little bit of stability and whatnot, but there's no result to really show for it, right? Um, mm-hmm. let, let's see Let's see what this next couple years bring. This year, make or break. If, if he doesn't win anything this year, I, I think he, 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 he's undeserving of that contract, for sure. Um, you think so? Yeah. I, I, don't I, think, I think at this point, um, to add to your point, I think one of the reasons why they also did it is because, like, you want your manager to be secured. You don't want him to be on the last year of his contract, right? Yeah, but that's like his manager <laughs> with a pedigree. It's not like only... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter if he has pedigree or not. Like, the, we want the um, the players. They have to listen to him, right? And it's very mm-hmm. hard to listen to someone who is on his last leg, right? Yeah, like you're not going to be here in two months. What do I? What do I care? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You say you say listen to him like he's, he's actually saying much. <laughs> like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I to be honest, to be honest, um, my my opinion, I would actually not fire. No, no I don't use the word fire. I won't get rid of Ole as a coach of United, but he would not be. He would be like a, a Mike. He would take like Mike Phelan's position, but then I would get a. A, a better technical coach. Ole has done well in terms of man management and whatnot. I think you would give him some credit there. Um, the way United is being portrayed now in the media is different from when, for example, um, Mourinho or Van Gaal were there. You don't hear a bit of noise. You don't hear all that negativity in United anymore. Um, Ole has done a good job or somewhat good job in you know toning things down. But then on the football pitch, where it actually matters, uh, you can see that we're lacking there. So I don't know if that's down to, um, what's that young kid's name? McKenna, Carrick, mm-hmm. and those guys. I would get a, a better technical coach. And th- I think that's what Feggy used to do back in the day. He had Carlos Queiroz. At some point, he switched to someone else. You know, he kept on switching. And McFellan was there at some point too. Um, I think right. Ole needs... Sorry? Rene Mullistin. Rene Mullistin, exactly. I think Ole needs to refresh, refresh his his coaching staff with you know a little bit of technicality in there. They just signed uh, a coach from Chelsea, whose whose um, strengths are more on set pieces and um, quick 
quick passes or some something like that. Um, let's see what the guy can do. I don't know if you know that's part of um, Ole actually assessing his coaching staff, um, his coaching staff with with his with himself and trying to see where they can improve on this season. Let, let's see how that goes. But I would not remove Ole um, from from the United coaching team or whatnot. But I'll give him a different role. If you like, are you saying like if you say, for example, you wanted to get Pochettino and he said he's going to come, mm-hmm. you get Pochettino but still keep Ole on staff? It, it, I mean, if he agrees to, uh, if he can stay like the way Ryan Giggs was with Van Gaal or the way Carrick was with um, is Moore. with uh, Moore or whatnot, I'll give Ole a different role as a manager where he's just managing the entire squad but then someone who's more who would handle the um, like the in-game coaching the training the ta- tactical side of things the technical side of things I'd handle that I'll give that to someone else because when Feggy was a coach for example you barely re- you, you see him standing on the line though but more often than not you'd either see um, Rene Molesten or Carlos Coros actually telling players what to do on the in, when the game is on but then when they need like a kick up the ass, Feggy is out there and he's talking to them, right? I think Yeah, Ole but, has... but and I agree. I think part of the issue maybe, and I'll see what you think about this, is just, you know, Feggy has a different pedigree too, right? So mm-hmm. in terms of attracting some of those, of some of the best, like you said, technical, tactical minds, those people can see, they can understand you know, the the opportunity that they're being presented with. Because as much as it's United, there's also Ferguson. You know, you can fail with Ferguson, go somewhere else and still be good. I don't know if you fail with Ole and you can still recover the same way. So I don't know if we can get the best minds to sacrifice some of the opportunities they might have to come to be an understudy to Ole and make him look good and take chances with their career that way, right? Like... So that's 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 where I think maybe there might be difficulty, you know, getting some of those best people to to attach themselves to United with all the in charge. Yeah, you no, know, fair enough. But uh, let's see, let's see what happens this season. I think um, the owners, one way or the other, have kind of shown a little bit of commitment towards investment and whatnot. Um, now it is always. Yeah, Ole just needs to win something. I think what you're trying to trying to say is like he has no more excuses, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he has any excuse anymore. Like this is what is going to be his fourth fourth season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of three and a half nothing. because he came he came mid season, right? Yeah, he came so, in like September. Is it September? No, no, it was not September. I think it was like November. Maybe it was November. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, it was close. I remember it was a game after a non-field that we lost to Liverpool. Yeah, it was either, yeah, it was I, November. Was it November? Okay, maybe it was November. Yeah. I know no, it was the end of the year. Yeah, so, yeah, three and a half, four, four years, whatever. He has not won jack shit. And obviously, you can tell he's a media baby. The expectation are uh, a, a little bit different for him and the way they judge him. Like uh, Moreno probably said it best. Moreno came second and won Europa League. 
Well, he himself said it was a terrible <laughs> season. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I think he downplayed it. But everyone was saying, you know, this is what it is. And then Ole had something similar, but then he lost the final. And they, uh, people kept saying there's progression, there's progression, there's progression. So it's, you know, it's a little bit relative there. And the comparison between both of them is a little bit unfair. But this season, I think Ole has no excuse. Yeah, um, and I and I know like it might come off as like we well I guess maybe for me like I I I don't want him to succeed but I would love for Social to prove me wrong because if he proves me wrong it's a win win for all of us even as fans so but I just don't see it in him which is fair I guess he has another season to prove himself and to prove us all wrong um, that brings us to the end of our podcast and um, before I go into the end whatever it is like i just want to say thank you to those of you who voted on our twitter poll from last week where we talked about our formation i we didn't get to that this podcast but we'll definitely get to that in our next podcast when we preview the the beginning of the season so i just want to say thank you it's still is it still up there the the um, poll it it closed it closed that already oh okay i was gonna say they should continue voting but yeah if it's already closed then we'll we'll talk about the results in the next podcast and continue from there but other than that, um, give us a follow on Twitter at what will Fergie do. Same handle as our IG page. Um, if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate and review us again. <laughs> We're trying to cheat the system. And um, we will talk to you again next week. Oh, don't forget five stars only. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I think at this point, they know the truth, but just to say it, five stars only, anything less, just keep your opinions to yourself. Please and thank you. <laughs> we don't ask for too much. <laughs> we will talk to you next week. Say less. <laughs> I'm not afraid of